0: You are listening to the Blueprints Broadcast with Jay Cruz.
1: And Austin Topo. Hey, what if we change the intro? To what? We're doing Blueprints Broadcast. That's it.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, it's we could do that. Like, I can make that, but then that's, yeah, I can make that.
1: I mean, we could try it. It's like,
0: well, we're already trying now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We're we can try it. Wait.
1: We're going. Oh, we're going right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're set the time with me.
0: Oh, ready? Okay. Right, so how are you feeling? I am feeling pretty good. I think right up to the last week of the cut or the bulking time. Yeah. Um, I think the motivation was like, not dwindling like totally, but that was my last week of like just like, my motivation was just like, what the heck? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, I think partially it's because I didn't have food. Like I was supposed to be, I feel like. So you weren't eating? Well, no. So here's the thing you know how you feel like you have a goal or expectation for yourself yeah. that you're not meeting? Like, and I'm, I'm over here, I'm doing the work, but I'm, I'm not fueling it. So it's almost like, you know, how you, uh, I was watching this video and um, this girl, she was the first girl that ever did like um, the, no, the youngest girl ever to go to every single country um, in the entire world under 18. Well, now she's trying to go sorry, like, is that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. She's trying yeah. to do like intercontinental Something or other in an electric vehicle now, right? Yeah, yeah. So she can only charge at certain stations. Yeah, and she was stressing out because uh, the the gauge says one thing, and she's like, "Oh, that says forty miles less than I, than I'm gonna make." Yeah. But if you're going downhill, it recharges, right? So there's a way to to get more energy. Yeah. Um, I felt like, I feel like that when I'm working out, where I'm like, man, I'm working out, but I don't have enough energy to get to where I'm going. And so that's what made like me feel like unmotivated because I'm like, I'm not doing what I need to do in terms of eating. And it's just, I just didn't have protein. So in terms of carbs, dude, there's carbs all over the place. I ate that all day. Fat, I, I stayed right where I'm supposed to be. I don't like to go crazy with that. But like protein, I was probably like 29, 30 grams low. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah. But still it was like, it was demotivating because yeah. I didn't get my full
1: fuel in. Yeah, I think that's, it can be very unmotivating because you basically, Lower the standard at which you you hold yourself, right? You're like, oh, I'm going to hit this every day. I wanna make sure I do everything on point. And once you start letting go a little bit, you know, sometimes that turns into a lot of it, right? But I think you're at that point where you're just kind of like, ah, eh, you know, I'll get it. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll hit 100. percent Maybe I'll be all right with it. Um, when you start thinking about it throughout the day, you're like, dang, yeah, I should have been hitting it. So I mean, that's that's with everything, but in that situation, it's in reality, it's not a big deal, like missing by 23 grams not a big deal uh, but in your head it's kind of like shoot I could I could have just done that. I could have just had this protein shake I could have just had some chicken breast whatever and I would have just hit my numbers
0: it's funny because the other day you know uh, sometimes I have my protein shake at night because I'm like oh, I, got, I gotta fill the rest of fill the rest of my macros out um, I came in the morning I sat down at my desk and um, my protein shake was on the desk I was like what is this doing here let me go put it away I picked it up to go put it away it was full damn <laughs> and I was like Oh, I got to take some protein off because I didn't drink it. And, it. and it was the previous days, like at night. And I was like, dang, and I didn't, I didn't, didn't drink it. So uh, that was the first time that's ever happened. But still, that was frustrating. Like that yeah. was the week. That was like two days right after I had sent you the update. and was yeah. already telling you like, Hey man, I'm like dead on protein. <laughs> yeah. And then I plan it and I still miss it. It's just like, ah, like, right, soon you're gonna be like, "Damn, I wish I had more food. I wish I had more protein. Uh, I'm already there. Yeah. So this week, you know, every other every other time up until this point, I'm like, oh man, I have like 300 more calories I have to eat. Ah, oh, like, what am I gonna eat? I, I don't feel like eating. This week already, I'm like, man, it'd have been nice to have that
1: 300 calories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's never you never miss it until it's gone. You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, also um, adding activity, so just adding just 2,000 steps yeah. for for the cut. So um, just to to clue you guys in or to let you guys know, um, I've been starting the cut. It's been um, a week almost uh, a week already. Uh, actually, it'll be a week. In like a couple days so it's only been five days. days i mean is it even five days did you start on
1: valentine's day or did you start I start on thursday yeah. so so, the day so this the, yeah this is the fourth day yeah fourth day
0: and i'm already like i'm not dying i'm not like oh i wish i had all this food <clears throat> but the just the 2000 steps a day extra has like you know has me wanting more more food just that yeah. and then the mentality of like just having to stay locked in and like doing all the reps and doing all the work um I'm representing myself, but I'm also representing Austin. So like I I have a lot on the line to, um, that's wagered basically, and I can't fail.
1: So yeah. it's uh, it's difficult. Yeah, I mean, when you have that nice little drop off, I, like, I always like to pull from not only calories, but I like to push up, uh, sorry, <laughs> macros but I like to push up on cardio a little bit to activity levels. I don't like to just do one end of the spectrum or the other unless um, and it impacts our lifestyle. You know, If you're a person who sits at the desk all day and we just can't get away and we're just barely hitting our steps and whatever cardio is prescribed barely, then we probably just take away food in, the, in Jay's situation. We're able to have that opportunity to add more cardio in there. Um, and for his cardio, it's just steps, right? Um, and take away food, so. Yeah. Uh, the culmination of both really mentally kind of helps. But then you're also kind of like, yeah, man, I'm feeling those effects.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel the effects. But I also felt like um, I think it was this morning I got up and only three days of doing what I've been doing. My stomach was already felt like um, um, way flatter. Like it, it wasn't like, um, I don't know. So I have this condition. It's called uh, pectus. Man, I'm not sure what the exact <laughs> word is for it. But it's a condition where your chest basically goes goes inward. I could look it up. I, I, I'll put it on the screen okay, here you, for you. You keep talking. I'll look okay, it's basically. pectus something or other, pectus or random or something like that. Some, anyways, uh, so for me, like when I was younger, when I first started working out, like I really concentrated on my chest because it was, you know, it was caved in. So I had to build my chest up so much to try and like, to um, just counterbalance or like, um, Fix the defect, you know, like do what I could do physically without getting surgery to fix it. And if it affects your actual like heart or affects your breathing, you know, some people do get surgery for it. But mine wasn't that extreme. And um, so for me, like my stomach, in order for my stomach not to look like it's you know descended, like it it, because it will even no matter how big my chest got, I had to work so much harder on my chest. So um, that's been like one of the points for me, like like I don't skip bench. I don't skip pressing movements because I have to keep uh, my chest as big as possible to get to keep my stomach looking as flat as possible. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. But yeah, what do you find you find it? Yeah, yeah.
1: Pectus excavatum.
0: Ex, yeah, excavatum, excavatum. I don't know. I always put a spin on things. Too. Yeah. So I passed it down to um, Corbin. Corbin has it as well. So Wait hold on.
1: It says you're a child in here. It says I'm a child, it says in which a child's breastbone and some ribs grow inward. Well, that's so, when they first born. Like you don't get it all of a sudden when you're an adult. I, I I didn't say you you were. It's just the internet. Google said they didn't specify that you can have it as adults. They said like, hey, it's a child. No, that's what they're saying. So like, <laughs> uh,
0: I, I think it attributes. I, I want to say that like. Um, I'm not good at cardio like I always want to say like oh, that's what what keeps me from doing it But I know there's a lot of people in my life where I'm like, oh, why are you? Why do you have these excuses? Like, don't don't come up with excuses. There's ways to do better and for me like I just I You know, I can do better at cardio. Yeah. but I use that as my my excuse um, Cuz I can't expect I can't I honestly cannot expand my lungs past a certain point point. and Even when singing, you know, like mm-hmm. you know, I sing all the time but when I do sing <laughs> Um, like I run out of breath real, real quick. Yeah. So I don't think it has so much to do with cardio, but I have noticed it's funny. I don't know. People think of walking as cardio, but I have noticed that much, um, cardio has affected my, my leg days. So like my leg days. Now, since the beginning, I, I last longer. I can lift more without getting super winded. I get winded still. I mean, leg days, that's, that's what they do to you. But even just that little bit of cardio has has helped um, tremendously when lifting. So it's, it's just weird how the little things stack up. And then the other thing is that people do when they get to my point that I'm at right now, or even halfway into a cut, oh, I'm looking good. I can, you know, slack options, a little here yeah. and there, I'm looking good. Or even people that are like on a weight loss journey, like, oh, man, I'm fitting into, you know, size, I don't know for guys like, Oh, I'm, I'm not in 38s anymore. I'm in 34s yeah. Man, I'm good. And then you like, Oh, I'm gonna treat myself and start
1: eating, you know, large pizza or whatever. So I think everyone does that at, at any level, unless you're extremely, extremely disciplined, right? Like you let go just a little bit and then, you know, it just goes downhill from there. Like you say, like I, I've, I've hit that point. And once you start saying I hit that point, you start regressing. There is never a point, right? There's always something more. And you're like, w- 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 once you already said it for yourself, you're kind of like, I shouldn't have done that. I should not have done that. <laughs> what things do you recommend um, people on their cut? Because
0: for me, like you trust me a lot and you're just like, hey, just just take out basically 90 grams of uh, carbs yeah. and just do your thing. So what is it that you usually advise
1: um, your clients and um, your best advice to them to stay to stay with it? Yeah, generally, um, it depends on what the client wants. If they want a meal plan, I'll make a meal plan. I'll work with somebody on that. Uh, make sure everything's covered on there. But if the client feels good, I have them just count their own calories and macros. Um, that's what Jay is doing right now. And for the most part, people get it right. But there are some instances where you know things are swinging in a different direction where I'm like, hey, this doesn't make sense. Let's tra- check things. Are you doing your cardio? Are you hitting your steps? Are you training hard? You know, Are you hitting your food? And usually they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well. This week, I want you to send me pictures of your food, and I want you to send me every single meal you're having, right? And then I'm like, bro, that's not 100 calories. Bro, let, let, let me see that nutritional label right there. Hey, there's like 10 extra carbs in that thing that you didn't know about. So <laughs> things things like that you just miss. So yeah. that, that's important to note. Um, if you are tracking um, your macros and you're just not losing weight, you know, you, you got to be more uh, detailed oriented. Uh, now, for generally, for people, uh, it literally doesn't matter what you eat. Um, to an extent I've seen people have a trash food diet and they've gotten lean, you know, you can eat McDonald's and get lean. That's, it's very possible. You remember, uh, what is his name? Timberwolf or, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Simba Kane. I think his name is. Yeah. Um, that kind of what ramen soup, pop tarts, everything like that. I got to eat that every day. And he's, he's shredded year round. It's, oh, it's insane to me. That's when I first knew I was like, okay, it's very possible to eat garbage and be shredded. Yeah. Like, but is that good for you? Probably not. Yeah, you, know, you probably should be covering your fiber bases and making sure you have a good balance of uh, carbs to fat, and make sure proteins on the high end. Like you can be lean, but like, are you healthy internally? I think that's important to note there. Are you getting your 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 micronutrient profile? You know, you could supplement it, but I mean, how much easier it is? Is it to just eat the food and have that on a consistent basis rather than go out and buying? Well, easier on your bank account anyway. Yeah, <laughs> go out and buying a bunch of supplements to... Uh, feed your your micronutrients, your your minerals, vitamins, all that.
0: Are there any specific foods that you recommend you know your your people to stay away from during a cut? Because I know like for me, um, certain foods do bloat me. If I have any kind of like cheese or um, things like that, like I just get bloated. Is there like a common food to like all people that like hey you should probably stay away from this? Especially when it comes down to like right before like a show. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna look. You know, you're not gonna look how you want to look. You're not gonna look lean. Um, if you eat these types
1: of foods, any, any of those on on your top of your mind right now? Yeah, generally the rule of thumb is keep it as simple as possible. You know, single ingredient foods, probably the best option you can have. Now, with that being said, there are still foods that um, don't digest well for people. Some things could be very high in fiber like oatmeal, um, whole wheat breads even for some people. Like if I have oatmeal... I don't know what it is about it, but I just do not digestible. I get, I start bloating, I get gassy, Mm. you know, I I, I get the runs after I have oatmeal. So other people, they they have no issue with it, right? They're eating it on a daily basis. You, you're totally fine having oatmeal. So I supplement that out with something like cream of rice or cream of wheat. I'm I'm good at that point. So it's really up to the individual itself. Mm. So I can say you can have this, you can have that. But if you're not digesting it well, there's no point. And what we mainly want to pay attention to is to keep things on course. If you're having bloating issues, gassiness, um, indigestion, burping, all these other problems um, consistently, you're probably not going to feel good. You're probably going to have a, 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 um, a drop in energy throughout the day, um, bad workouts, things like that will, will start happening over time. They'll curate over time. Um, and our main objective is to keep things as you know straight on point as possible. So... No one wants to deal with that. We just got to make sure that the food you eat is digesting well. Um, generally, like I said, single ingredient items. So white rice, meats, um, I guess, like I said, any rice-based items. Like What I about, said, what about rice. rice noodles? Yeah. Rice it, noodles, It's I, I forget. They add something on it to make it a little bit more um, windy. I don't know what it is, but generally it's totally fine for people. Cause
0: the reason why I ask is because out here, um, well, back in Manteca, there's these spots that had you know, pho. and there yeah. It's like, ooh, that's like my. That's, ah, oh, they got that. other things in fuh that are like, like, hey, I know, but like, dude. So we went to this, this place called Union Grove here, and um, they had a Vietnamese spot, so I got it, and I looked at the macros of it in general because it's just rice noodles and and steak. That's yeah. pretty much all. all yeah, it the broth
1: is. is pretty lean in it, but there are some options on there that they add different things in there they're just like mm, i can't really track that oh very salty high in sodium oh yeah yeah that's for sure gonna happen just know you'll be a little bit uh inflamed after but it's totally fine so i i had some um a couple of days ago because the macros
0: was like oh yes those are these, these are good but like i want to eat that all the time like that's just like i, I would if i yeah. could but it was expensive, man. I'm uh, um, in California. You can you could get a large bowl for like seven dollars. And then Whoa, whoa, whoa! When, when, though. That was like two years ago. Has it changed? I, I'll, I'll, Inflation. I'll Inflation. No, not that much. <laughs> well, this is at like a specialty like yeah. place where there's like a lot of different restaurants inside of one place. And you can kind of pick and choose what you want. Yeah. And in general, their prices are a little bit higher because of the convenience. Like
1: you can take your whole family there. Everybody can eat at a different restaurant. I mean, if you try to make ramen, pho, um, pad thai, any of those things by yourself, it ends up being way more expensive than oh, yeah. just going there and getting it. So you might as well. So here's the thing, though. This is what I was thinking. They have the um,
0: you know, like the instant noodles. They have pho yeah. like that. And then it's just the noodles. That's it, noodles and broth. And then I can add... Whatever veggies and steak and whatever else to that to make it like, you know, on the healthy side yeah. I'd have to actually look at the label at it But look, well, last time I had it and I know a lot of people that are Vietnamese would probably get offended like oh Why are you why are you doing that? But a, it was legit. It tasted very similar um, It was close enough to me to where I was like uh, uh, I could I can eat this and those are like three
1: dollars I mean, I've done it before like rice noodles Bone broth mixed with some sort of a seasoning in there as well like I used to use the ramen noodle um, yeah, seasoning whatever. Put then in bone broth, a little bit of water too. Um, the rice noodles and whatever meat I wanted to put in there, it, it ends up tasting good. You put green onion sprouts in there; yep. it, it's a good dish. Um, when I had Sibo, I had to drop everything, make sure it was all very easily digestible food. So I had crackers, um, rice when I was able to, rice noodles. Sibo, what's Sibo? You had Sibo. What's Sibo? Yeah. Sibo. Here we. Here we'll just we'll just go different. Sure. Because I don't want to say anything that's like like oh. That's not part of Sibo. Like,
0: we got all these terms today that we don't know nothing about.
1: All right. Well, more of I just want to talk about what what happens when you have it here. So, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, defined uh, by the presence of excess of bacteria in the small intestine. Um, so usually you're going to have to work something out of your system during that time, right? So, the they're basically going to feed on whatever's in your system. For a period of time, right? Mm -hmm. And if you're having junk food, um, that just makes it more palatable for them to like go over and eat everything that's in there. And they're going to stay in there. They're going to keep growing. So you basically want to drown out that bacteria over a period of time. Like fasting, I've done fasting for that. It helps. um, So I can completely kill it all. It still takes a long time. Mm -hmm. But you do have to lower the types of foods that you were eating at that time. in there During it. So I was having, what was it? When I was having 6,000 calories a day you you can't get 6,000 calories a day without having garbage food right oh yeah you keep you keep on feeding the overgrowth that bad bad bacteria Mm -hmm. in there so I had to pull back completely I lost like maybe 15 pounds at that time you know a lot of it's water weight um, glycogen store and all that stuff but um yeah that took a while but through that i was able to uh find out i can have rice noodles bone broth and some uh (laughs) some rum or rum noodle packets and uh, i was like this is pretty singing good and i kept in my diet for like three weeks at least Mm. Yeah, that's what i found as long as i have it around like the good food around
0: and it's like i pre-cook a lot of it and then i can just measure it afterwards i don't like to make like individual like tupperware containers of food i feel like that's too much work and plus my kids was just like like dip into one of those things, and I'm like, ah, oh, well, what was that? So I'd rather just make a big batch of just meat, and then and then measure it out. And I know um, you had somebody ask what's easier to do, or you had a post actually, and you talked about is it easier to measure
1: your food dry or or cooked or pre cooked or cooked? Yeah, a yeah, client asked that one, and well, go ahead. Well, not go ahead. What was what was the answer? Yeah, you're the professional. I mean, in all honesty, it's always easier to do it dry. the The less variables there are, the better it is, the easier it is to track. So a lot of people have different opinions on meat, whether it's easier to weigh dry or raw, because there's a lot of variables that come into it. So companies will spike their meats with um, extra water. And then um, I forget what the actual stuff is called, but they'll put um, some sort of ingredient in it so that it stays, it retains the water over time. So when you're getting like, what, six pounds of chicken from the grocery store, you know, in reality, it's probably like four and a half, maybe five pounds. The a lot heck? of it's water weight. You know. So if you if you cook chicken for a long time, you'll notice it dries out a lot, It'll loses a bunch of extra water in there. Um, the problem with weighing it dry is that to get the accurate assessment of it, you would have to cook it, you know, near bone dry, which no one's gonna eat. So <laughs> what, what's the point, right? It's gross. Yeah. So it's uh, you, you got to face reality, like be object- objective about it. I'm not gonna eat it if it's that dry. So might as well just weigh it raw and then if you can at all possible get it from some sort of local butcher because they're not going to do that to your mm. your food mm. what i
0: found uh recently is just searing your meat and just you know locking in the moisture and then all the juiciness and then just cooking it in the oven the rest of the way yeah man it makes it makes pretty much any meat chicken steak whatever it is it makes it just perfect so that's the way
1: that um we've been cooking it um and yeah, to clarify, you can weigh your meats cooked. Like if you're consistent at doing it and you've been doing it for a while, that's totally fine. Mm. Like it, it's much easier when you're meal prepping to weigh it cooked. You're not going to want to weigh everything raw all the time. You're not going to have that opportunity to do it. Yeah. But we're just talking about accuracy here. It's just easier to do it raw. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest tip for me, like especially just it doesn't
0: matter whether it's a bulk or cut anything when you want to get your diet right. You just have to have the food available. Because otherwise, if you don't have the food ava- available, you're not going to just go to where you need to go to get the food. You're going to eat what's on hand at that moment. Yeah. And what's on hand sometimes, like, because of my kids, they're not on any specific diet necessarily. And, like, my son, will, Corbin, he'll, you know, see a DiGiorno. He's like, oh, dad, you want a DiGiorno? And I'm like, oh, I really don't want to cook food right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and cook me the DiGiorno. But I said, hey, but you got to you gotta put, like, seven ounces of, pizza, or, of, of chicken on, like, on half of it, you know, so like yeah. Yeah, I get the protein in, but then you know again, with balancing your macros, now that just shot the rest of my day. So like now I'm, I'm just eating protein the rest of the day. Like yeah. I ate my carbs all in one sitting, you know.
1: <laughs> I, I can tell you an example from this past week. Um, Faith works at a restaurant uh, in downtown Austin, and the uh, head chef asked me to bake him a carrot cake. Right? So he's like, "Oh, I love carrot cake, man. I've seen <laughs> I've seen your baking. Let me try try some carrot cake." And I was like, "All right." So made some carrot cake and uh you know faith brought it to work he happened to have COVID, and he wasn't even there so uh, so she brought it back home and it's sitting in the fridge and i'm like dang i'll have a little piece right just because i wanted to you know have what i made right so the next day you know we're running alone on proteins and i didn't go to the store and i was like oh okay so there's some uncooked chicken breasts in there but there's some also carrot? just carrot cakes in there too <laughs> out of the carrot cake and <laughs> so I went to bed after Damn. so it, it, it's ease of access if, if the food's readily available for you especially garbage food you're gonna eat it right if I have to cook the chicken breast I'm like shoot I don't feel like it I ain't you're, you're gonna probably choose the garbage item yeah well um I feel like I'm gonna be successful because
0: I know what I need to do um, and I still feel like what I started at was like a lot I don't know where we're gonna be cutting back even more as clo- as the days come closer I feel like I'm doing okay, but um, I know I just had to set myself and be in the mentality of, like, hey, this is what I have to do because it's what I got to do. Yeah. There is no, like, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not actually doing a show. No, like, I, I said that I'm going to do something, and I said, like, this is one of the things that I said. I think it was either on this podcast or I said it in, like, a men's group I'm in, but I want to let my SBS yes yes and my no be no. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, and um, I don't need to sign any contracts for anything. I don't need to, like, you know. None of that stuff to do any, like this all of life. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's a business deal or any of that kind of stuff. The only reason why we ended up, you know, people ended up creating contracts and all these things because people, too many dishonest people out there. Okay.
1: But if you're uh, a man of your word, you just say, hey, this is what I'm going to do and you go out and do it. So just to. To add something in there, I was, I was looking at TikTok and this guy was talking about his time in Tokyo and some weird, funky things he did in there. There's a, I guess, there's a, or several shops in Tokyo that they have a, um, a center where you basically sign a contract where you have to complete some sort of um, workload, whatever it is, uh, puzzle piece, whatever. And you sign it and it, they keep you accountable to do it and you can't leave until you finish it. <laughs> That's part awesome. of me that gives me part anxiety, but then it's like, oh, that's cool, too. But I'm like, what if it's something I just really can't complete? Yeah. <laughs> but you get like an hour total, I guess, but you can't leave until you finish it. Yeah. I, w- I watched a video where this uh, these two
0: girls were putting a puzzle together, and um, she's recording at like, the last three pieces, and the girl's about to put the last piece in, and she, she throws the whole puzzle onto the ground, <laughs> that's horrible. and the girl's just like sitting there like, like, really? It's <laughs> horrible. But yeah, so... Um, I, I look forward to success and um, you guys can watch on my actual youtube channel uh, i'll post some updates on there on how i'm doing and uh, i'll post some more workouts on there too because you know, you know i just need to post more workouts